Hey folks, this is Bailey from Dankless Wargaming. Hey, this is Heath with Team Temple of Hawaii. And welcome to The Path to Redemption, the Warhammer 40,000 Dark Angels podcast. Our aim is to provide Dark Angels players with the tactical and hobby skills that they need in order to compete and join this wonderful hobby of ours. Alright, today's episode, this is our May episode, even though we are recording right at the beginning of June, as is simply due to scheduling conflicts again. Uh, as it happens sometimes, Heath and I like to record at the end of the month. And at the end of last month, since I live in Indiana, I had a wonderful opportunity to go enjoy the Indy 500 for the first Indy time. Indy 500. It's an American classic. So so that kind of went over, kind of superseded <laughs> recording, because I knew I wouldn't be able to hear Heath on the recording uh, side of things after listening to race cars go over 250 miles or 230 miles an hour all day. It was very was loud. Was it cool, though? Was it cool? It was very cool. And there were some pretty right, big good. wrecks, and there was a flyover by the Thunderbirds. That was pretty okay. cool. Uh, they had some howitzers out on the field. I so. will say that the Thunderbirds are inferior to the Blue Angels. I have to because Navy v Air Force. But yeah, I have seen the I have seen the Thunderbirds perform. I was one of my uh, I was on one of my submarines. We were moored in Pearl Harbor, and uh, the Thunderbirds did a flyover over the Arizona Memorial, which was like oh nice half a mile from me. So they were like right over my head. It was great, but that's pretty cool. Well, then Heath, you'll be happy to know that the new Top Gun movie's pretty good, and there's some good. I've not had a chance to see it. it. It's it's I good. Will, my dad, I will, my dad, to go I, see I will get it. I will get a chance. <laughs> yeah, we're going All to right. see. Um, I'm going to see the new Doctor Strange movie like right after we're done recording here. So. Oh, okay. For so some round, somehow, round. my wife agreed to do that. I don't know why. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, we're on the timetable. We can't have Heath miss out on Doctor Strange. Yeah. So, for this month's episode, uh, which is the May episode that is coming out in June, we have some new releases. When we're recording this, the pre-order for Horus Heresy is live, so we'll go over some of the stuff in that really quick and how it looks like that stuff might come over to 40K, so it's good to know what it is. Uh, in MetaWatch, we have two lists to go over, including the tournament winner. In our main segment, mm-hmm. Heath and I are going to break down a rumor that's coming out that's sort of one of the worst-kept secrets, it seems, on the internet, and that is that command points are going to be a reduction going into the new season of Warhammer 40,000 because we're in Knockmoon now, and there's going to be a new one here coming up in the next couple months, and they're going to really shake up the meta if they do what they say they're going to do to our command yeah. points. So we're going to kind of go over how that looks like, what that might look like going forward, and what you can do to you know, survive in the new meta. Then we have community engagement. Oh, actually, sorry, we don't. Have, that's the last part we do. We have our hobby challenge. See how Heath and I are doing on our makeup hobby challenge, and then we're going to have some community interaction, and that'll be a wrap. And Heath can All go right, and enjoy his good. movie with his wife. Let's crack and on. And I'll continue and enjoying the nice, relaxing Sunday evening before the. I saw you drinking on some whiskey there. Cup. What are you sipping on? Uh, bullet, um, old fashioned. Oh, that's a good one. All right. And the company labeled Glass, too. Very nice. (laughs) All right. So, uh, in new releases, this one hasn't been technically released yet, but they previewed it. Uh, There is a plastic Leviathan coming out. So, you know, right after we had this huge, crazy Leviathan meta, then Games Workshop wants to put out a plastic Leviathan. But don't worry, we'll take it anyway. The Levi is on a... He's on an apology tour. Um, I don't know. I think the Leviathan's still pretty good. I've played one in a couple games this this last month, and... uh, when you put those grab flux bombards on them, you know, 2d3 shots blast per arm, you know, shoot it into a, a, a big unit of stuff and stuff dies. You know, it dies. And plus one, it benefits from armor contempt. So, and it's got minus one damage built in. Um, I think a Levi Dread's a, a great, a great buy. In plastic, they probably look real good. Much easier to convert, much easier to like decorate Dark Angel style. Yeah, absolutely pick it up. All right, and then going into the main release, we have that Age of Darkness box. Uh, this is the main starter box that's coming out for the new Horus Heresy set. It's going to be $299 uh, before any sort of taxes or shipping for the U.S., and this is the thing that's got the 10 Relic Terminators, which every Dark Angels player has been playing with a lot recently going forward into you know in our recent metas, including myself, so you get those there. You've got the new Praetors. You've got 30 of the, of the Mark IV Marines. And you get that Spartan tank with a plastic contemptor as well in this box. Uh, you have I, I included both of them just for the the trolls out there, right? That 
you can get your Loyalist Legions book or your Traitor Legions book for $70 because, you know, we're Dark Angels and which side are we on anyway? Well, we can just buy both and put an end to it. Uh, we also have, uh, this is the part I think that's really cool where you have this big box set that's got 30 Marines and a lot of us, right, we have Marines. So do we really need 30 bare bones Marines? Well, there are these upgrade sets that are coming out that are $42 where you can upgrade uh, with special weapons, it's just a box of special weapons or a box of heavy weapons that you can then use. To, you can convert onto those guys in that Age of Darkness box, which I think is pretty cool. So, like, if you just need really to make good. a bunch of Devastators, you just I, go for it. I wanted this. I wanted this kit twenty five years ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Tw- twenty years ago, because when yeah. I started playing the game, because it was like, what do you mean you have to buy a kit to get the stuff? So, so it used to be you could actually order bits from GW, like. I remember, like, I played Tau for a brief period of time because uh, I liked the concept of railguns, like, back in, like, 2004 or three. Yeah, yeah. And ordering just the ra- the big heavy railgun sprue, right, from GW and getting, like, a box with a bunch of railgun sprues in it so I could turn my devilfish into hammerheads. Uh, but they stopped doing that. And then, like, the bit sites, you know, like, but... So I, I, I feel like this might be a... You know, one, yes, it is user friendliness, but it also may be an acknowledgement of, hey, we can just 3D print our bits now. Right. So there's that. <laughs> but yep. anyway, I'm glad they're doing it. It's good. It's a good plan. Good plan. We've got the Kratos Heavy Assault Tank for 125 the Demos, uh, Demios pattern Rhino. So basically, the Rhino from the 90s that they've repackaged is something uh, old and cool. I, and it's oh, like, oh. it's it's the old school one. Oh, he's going into the going into the locker. Going into the box. Davy Jones locker back there. Yeah. All right. All right. So relative scale. So this is the traditional or like the Mark IV Rhino. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oop. There we go. This would be. The OG Rhino. Yep. So for scale, one on top of the other. It is a little yeah. smaller. Yeah. Um, I do like the side door thing they got going on there, but like I said, it is it is noticeably a smaller footprint. Uh, yep. And I like I don't know if the pictures I saw looked exactly like this one. So there might be like a upscaling. I, I don't know. Um, remains okay, well, to be, be seen. Good. Remains to be yeah. I, so, I just always have gotten that impression that it's it's like well, if I've been playing long enough, I have those rhinos because that used to be the rhino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't anything look special. At, look at the look at the way they used to do storm bolters. It was literally just two yep. bolters. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So anyway. I right, so get one of those for uh, forty seven. Then we have the Mark IV Tactical Squad, $80, and the Mark III Tactical Squad for $80. So this is a little worrying. I mean, I think there's... It's a full squad, so it's 10 guys. But 10 guys for 80 bucks. this is hopefully not a foreshadowing for what we're going to see with Intercessor boxes and things going forward. I mean, the way the, the, way the world is right know. now, I'm not going to be surprised if GW yeah. raises its prices on things, but this is, sort, this is a forewarning that, like, if, you know... Some firstborn marine, ten firstborn marines in a tactical squad box are eighty bucks. Ten uh, intercessors in a box is probably not going to stay in the sixty range much longer. I, I so I think that mo- like okay, I don't want to assume here, but I think most people who got out of the intercessors they want. What I am going to concern about if that's the price point for ten tactical marines, I don't know where their ten cataphracty terminators are going to price at. Oh boy, yeah. That'll be right. And that's and that's the sweet that's what everybody's gonna try to get their hands on is those is those cataphracty terminators to play relic terminators. Yep. So that is the price point I'm looking for for the heresy infantry. But yep. we'll see. The new Galver back models, they just sorry, just a those new Galver back yeah, no models look hot. Uh they look really good. They they look Excellent. really good. Anyway, yeah. Uh, if you want a map of the Imperium of Man, you can get one of those as well for $29. That's pretty cool. Then you got a transfer sheet and dice for the Dark Angels Legion. $38 for the dice, $35 for the transfer nice. sheet. And that wraps up the pre-orders. All right, moving on are you, to are you, the metal. Are you going to are you gonna pick up the Heresy box? Are you going to try and play Heresy? I What's don't your... know if I'm going to play Heresy. 
I I wouldn't mind it because there's some sort of I've seen some previews. I haven't had a chance to really read into it yet, but the reaction system that's going to be in this game, I want to. It sounds what it a little like they... Sigmar, which is a cool yeah. which is a cool mechanic. Yeah, so it's not all just like I you know execute my will on you for one whole bat player turn and then so so on and so forth. A little more interactiveness, but right because I expect to see that in some of that stuff in 10th edition 40k hmm. and that might be the thing that's replacing i wouldn't be surprised if that was something that was replacing a lot of like where you know what i mean we're talking about cp going away or the amount of it going yeah. down these reactions coming in and being sort of a free stratagem that we can use uh instead i wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened so i would definitely want to try heresy just to see what that is uh i would like to get them all because i like the beaky marines uh, mm-hmm. I will, I need those cataphractic terminators, so I have actual relic terminators instead of just using my old pewter terminators as relic terminators, the little <laughs> ones that go on the twenty five mil bases that I just have huddied on the forties. And you put the twenty five mil on the forty mil, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I've done yep. that. <laughs> little uh, wind up toy terminators, I, yeah, yep. And they're like, see, they're relics. Nobody has these anymore. That's why they're relics. You can put a squad uh, of them in a sock and and correct somebody. Yeah, exactly. Uh. I mean, I could always use a new Contemptor. So, I mean, there's the models in there I definitely want. The game itself, you know, I might try it out. Uh, we'll see. I'm not. I'm not going out there. Going out there and breaking the bank. I had to put some money down for room and for room and con fees for October. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of like I'm just kind of waiting to see what happens with this uh, before I get super. I'm, I'm, since I'm not going to play Heresy, I'm not like super sold. Oh, I have to get the new book because I'm going to go play Heresy with a bunch of people because that's not what's happening in my yeah. life. I'm I might get the book. I've already got plenty of Firstborn Marines back from earlier editions, and I'll be that you know I'll be that that nub who shows up to a Heresy <laughs> Heresy <laughs> game with with forty first millennium paint schemes, and everyone will will you know peek at you, face meme at me. But anyway. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm interested. Like I said, I would like to see. I always like to see the way that Games Workshop rules design is is going. And I think that's exactly. the way to look at it. Yeah, because yeah, they definitely use their other systems to play test stuff for 40k, which tells mm-hmm. you sort of for the, sure for sure how everything runs out. All right, so that's the releases going to the Meta Watch. So in I believe this was a May episode, a May rendition of Goon Hammer's competitive innovations. We had. I don't know what the YHP stands for, but it was the YHP 40K GT Battle in the Berg. So somewhere in Pittsburgh, I'm assuming. And we had a okay. top table of Austin Winfield with Craftworld Eldar versus John Damaris playing Dark Angels. And their description of his list was a Deathwing Death Ball with two full units of Knights, two full units of Claw Bolter Relic Terminators, which again, they're coming in this box that you can pre-order and supporting characters. And so we have his, they had his list since this was a top table. They did have his list available, and we've got it down here. So let's see. Got All right, it's I got a Vanguard. So, yep, it's a, a Deathwing Vanguard, a single Deathwing Vanguard. So okay, that means all elites. So HQ is an Interrogator Chaplain. Uh, lit, so with a jump pack, Master of Sanctity, right? Yep. So he is Hero of the Chapter. So he's not the actual Warlord, right? And he's a Wise Orator. So he's got the all right. It's your it's your Dark Angel Slaplin, right? Teeth of Terra, yep. Canticle of Hate, Litany of Faith, Jump Pack, cool. Yeah, uh, seen that. Now a librarian. No, this is uh, this, this is, is cool. a this is a chief librarian. So not Ezekiel. So he invested. This is the warlord. So he invested to make him the chief librarian. So that's one CP to give him the chief librarian uh, warlord trait to make him plus one to cast. Right, and then also gave him the decisive tactician warlord trait with Paragon of the Chapter. Right, um, yeah. and so that he gives him the plus one to charge and plus one to advance aura, and he has a four sword, a jump pack, and his spells are righteous repugnance, uh, mind worm, and engulfing fear. So righteous repugnance, reroll hits and wounds. We know what that does. Uh, engulfing fear is the turn off your obsec and fail actions. And Mind Worm is the fight last. Does one mortal wound yep. makes you fight last with a 12-inch range. Um, and he has a Neural Shroud, so he has his... Uh, he, I think that increases the range of his Deny the Witch bonus. Yeah, it's either... I can't... I can never remember... Is that what they just call a Psychic Hood now? It's a, it's a Super it. Psychic Hood is what it is. 
I didn't really a, that's what it is. That. It's okay. a psychic hood with a longer range, I think is what it is. Is that a re- that's not a relic, is it? It's a relic for chief librarians. Oh, well, snap. Catch me not knowing stuff. All right. I mean, when's the last time we saw a chief librarian that wasn't Big E? And it argued. Oh, I've 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 done it before. Um, right. Because so usually I'll do it. So one having the having the the jump pack is very helpful, and also yeah. um, if you want to be able to get plus one to cast on things that are that are not the Dark Angels discipline, then yeah. then it's then you have to do it this way. Um, because like if you want to get you know a more a more reliable null zone basically. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Get the missile. So, but yeah, no, that's good. So, this guy sits in the middle, and what does he use righteous repugnance on? Well, this absolute yeah. giga chad has two ten man squads of Deathwing knights. It's amazing. <laughs> Just... No obsec, but still, nope. Why do I need obsec? I don't need obsec if all your guys are dead. Yes. <laughs> so it... yeah. Um. So so ten Deathwing knights, another ten Deathwing knights. 10 Relic Terminators with Lightning Claws. Another 10 Relic Terminators. Uh, most have Lightning Claws and the Sergeant has a Chain Fist. And then a Ravenwing Apothecary uh, with Hero of the Chapter. I'm assuming he... It doesn't say, but I'm assuming he's the Selfless Healer. Uh, no, he has Rights of War. Rights of War. Oh, so the Deathwing Knights do have Obsec. There we go. Yeah, you have there to you if go. you've only got so many guys. Yeah. So and that he's, is 2k so- on the nose. Yeah. That's interesting because now, so he does have to pay to bring people back. But when yes. you have that many guys, do you really need? And then, but the nice thing here is also this apothecary is bring. He's got the reliquary of the repentant, so mm-hmm. he's he's reducing invuln saves. And he's the thing that we can't forget with all the mortal wounds around in the world today is you have that six up feel no pain off of yeah. an apothecary. Yeah. So he's still no. It's good to have for that. What do you think that I play behind no pennant or remembrances? Uh, well, I would think the fact that he's hitting this um, 2,000 points on the nose that he would have to give up the apothecary or the librarian to basically to get that pennant, to get that Deathwing Ancient in. And he just decided that instead of trying to be tanky and being defensive. He was just going to try and kill everything. And that's something I've, yeah. a conclusion I've come to is like, you can, there, there's, there, there is sort of a trap in trying to be too tanky with dark angels. Yeah. And this list is not falling into that trap because he doesn't have the selfless healer on the apothecary. He doesn't have the ancient with the pennant. He's, he's not scared to go out there and get shot. He's going to go out there and kill you before you can kill him. And 10, it's a little 10 more definitely nights. Your twenty Deathwing Knights is a is a hell of a death ball. Like, oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, I, I I played a game against Necrons a couple weeks ago, and I had six Deathwing Knights just move to the middle of the table and stand and take that take the charge from two squads of six Novak uh, Scorpec Destroyers, and oh, just just nope, get out of here, get out of here with that. Excellent. <laughs> Now, the cool thing is because this was, since this was a top table, we do have a final score. And this was an 89 to to 86 86 victory for Dark Angels. So to me, that's that's an amazing game of Warhammer where people are, have a tight score and a big score. That means people were getting to do their thing. Like they were moving models, they were scoring points, they were doing their secondaries. So that's, that's pretty exciting. I, I like games like that. It's, I'm not a huge fan of games where like it's very clearly one way or the other. Like I don't like winning by a bunch of points and I don't like losing by a bunch of points. But if I lose a game like this by three, it's like, you know what? That was a pretty, pretty good time. I don't mind losing in a game so, like that. So his opponent here was Austin Wingfield. And Austin is a uh, formidable player. He's been a yes. you know, top table presence. Uh, he's been you know featured on a number of podcasts. He's Team Battle Brothers. He hangs out with... Uh, you know, Steven Juice 4, you know, all those kind of guys. This is a Bealton list, so not the usual um, yeah, Halo Doom, Wind Rider sh- shenanigans that you see running around with Craftworlds these days, but like like real, like this is what the designers intended. It is mixed aspect warrior, just, just you know, like the right tool for the right job, you know, death by a thousand cuts, you know, maneuver warfare, Eldar. And like, this is a... This, yep. There's a bit of a write-up here, and it sounds like a really, really, really interesting game. 
So anyway, yeah, props to John for a for a clutch win uh, and taking first place at this event. Awesome. Yes, congratulations. Maybe we can try and get hold of him, get him on the podcast like we did with yeah. Tom, and we'll reach out. Uh, see what Charlie, we should try that. So yeah. let's see. So going on to our next event, we have Power Fists and Psychers 2022 Ironman, where Jeremy Atkinson, I believe he came in third place when I pulled the info. Hold on, let me go double jump check. I don't want to be misleading. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Well, while you're doing that, I will just run through the list real quick. So no this worries. is a this is very similar to what I was talking about. I think on our last episode, just Ravenwing good stuff. Uh, it's a double outrider. So a uh, HQ is a Talonmaster with Arbiter's Gaze, Rights of War. Uh, a Elites. So the Apothecary on a Black Knight bike, Chief Apothecary, Selfless Healer. He's the actual Warlord, and his uh, second Warlord trait with Paragon is Brilliant Strategist. Right, and he has a relic where the repentant. So he's got three bike squads. Uh, looks like three squads of three with chain swords. On two of them, the sergeant has a lightning claw. One of them, the sergeant has a chain sword. Then he's got a squad of land. Spe- he's got a land speeder with a multi melta and two storm speeder hammer strikes. Right, so that's six fast attack slots. Right, so the storm Excellent. speeder hammer strike. That's the melta one. So three melta shots and two uh, strength eight damage three missile shots. Right, so then he's got another outrider detachment. HQ is Semiel, so there you go. Uh, and then three squads of three attack bikes with multi melters, and then three Ravenwing Landspeeder Vengeances. Ooh. So this is a Ricky Bobby list. <laughs> yep. He wants to go fast, right? Uh, I played a similar variant on this list. I like it a lot. It is a lot of fun. You are doing a lot of damage. You're moving everywhere. You're going to get engaged on all fronts. You could probably get behind enemy lines if you put your work on it. You can take advantage of death on the wind. So every time you kill a, a unit, you get two victory points. Not capped. Just go. Just, just, it's angry. It kills the crap out of stuff. And with armor of contempt, it is actually really durable. Uh, like everything, so the the interesting thing that thing about this list is the lowest toughness in this list is five. Yeah, it's pretty good. So a lot of the normal, like, oh yeah, yeah, storm bolters, and this is like, wait, what? <laughs> so, um, so most things are T five, at least T five. A lot of half of its toughness six from all those land speeders. I think. Yeah, it's it's a good. It's yeah. Um, you can get a lot of movement out of those bikes, like three squads of three bikes. They're obsec. Plus, you can just you know throw them forward to do move blocking. Um, I, I played into sisters with like a really competent sisters player with this uh, Vince who we've had on the show before. And oh, yeah. I, I, I almost won. Uh, it was really close. I, I think I thought I had it until like turn four, like two of five things needed to go my way and none of them did. Um, Ouch. <laughs> and, and it was like, okay, well, you know, when all these things shoot into your one stupid candidate and doesn't kill her, uh and then i fail three charges i guess i guess we're gonna call it a day but yeah <laughs> this is a this is a mo- this is a great list is a monster list um if i had another hammer strike i'd probably try and play it <laughs> but i don't i've only got the one anyway w- w- what place did he come in he did end up being third i had to go to a different document okay that's what threw me off any um, idea what his matchups were I have no idea this was no uh, idea this event okay. was in ottawa ontario 28 player five round grand tournament took place on may 28th so it's an iron man an iron man five rounds one day oof it's impressive that it's it's a lot of warhammer this list doesn't take quite as much um mental fatigue i think to play um yeah i don't want to like i mean like it, it does like you have to put your stuff in the right place but Everything's got range, everything's got speed, and you've got the shooting and the speed to clean up a lot of your mistakes. Whereas with the uh, the, the Deathwing list we saw with John earlier, one of the things that Charlie said on our Deathwing episode was to play that list effectively is you have to be absolutely precise with your movement and your deep strikes and your charges because you don't have shooting to clean up your mistakes. So, yeah. Well, yeah. and plus, if you're pl- it's, this is also a list where... I would think with all the there aren't a lot of models, so you can play your turn really fast. And because you also don't have a lot of models, 
if you start to lose pieces, you just start losing pieces and it's like it's just over. Like either you're going to get them or they're going to get you. And if you if you don't mind playing that way, if you're trying to play a lot of rounds really quickly, I mm-hmm. mean, it's not it's 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 one of those things where you got to build a list to the way you want to play at a tournament. Like if you do you want to sit there and play the full 15 hours plus or are you there to get games done in an hour and have a little break because you need it kind of thing so i I had considered or go ahead finish your thought i was gonna say i think that's one of the reasons why so many people like playing imperial knights you have three models either you kill everything in the enemy army or you get killed before that happens and it's over (laughs) and you just have a good time in between so i um i have been considering real deep strongly for the last couple days there might be an argument for playing a list of this of this archetype as a successor chapter. Okay. And, and, and the reason I haven't been doing that before was because you needed jink in order to make you survivable enough to not just get blasted off the board. But with armor of contempt, jink becomes a little less important. So if you took an, a, a list like this and you took, um, like Master Artisan, so you can reroll one hit per turn, and like oh, Bolter, yeah. the Bolter drill, so you get to reroll all your Bolters. Now, your Talon Master is rerolling his Heavy Bolter. All those Bike Squads are rerolling all their Bolters. Uh, all your Land Speeder Vengeances and your Attack Bikes get, and your Storm Speeders all get you know an increase in the effectiveness of their shooting. Uh, I would drop a couple of uh, Talon or Dark Talons in here to. Because those those freaking rift cannons, man! Holy God, I killed a squad of Zephyrim with one death with one dark talon from across the board on a short edge to short edge deployment. Move forward, move like jump in three shots because it's because they're more than six squad. You know, each one does three mortal wounds. Nine Zephyrim dead, and then two hurricane bolters finish the job. Oh wow, Um, that's pretty good. So. So there, there may be an argument for that. Now, it all comes down to how important are bolters in today's meta um, and how, how effective are bolters in today's meta. And that may yeah. be a meta-to-meta call. But multi-meltas significantly benefit from it. So I would say, like, hey, take a bunch of bolters and then attack, you know, like uh, join the attack bike to that squad. That way you can get the reroll on the multi-melta and all the bolters yep. reroll everything. Um, I don't know. There might be something to it. Just just maybe I'm no, crazy. I like, I like please, please. Thinking. Please comment. <laughs> so the only thing, the only problem I see with that Heath is you lose your obsec on your bikes. I think when you go, do, I don't chapter. think you do though. Do you? Okay, well that's that because you you lose. I would have jink, to double check, but I yeah. don't know if you lose obsec on the bikes. That would that would be the only thing that would make me hold hold my breath on something like that. Yeah, because you do lose Jank, and just like you lose transhuman if you do it with the terminators, and like that's where a lot of the like. People don't run the successor chapters, but I don't remember if I'm the attachment <laughs> rules carry over. Yeah. And that would be the only thing that I wouldn't, that'd make me kind of hold my breath on that. But other than that, yeah, it's a great, great looking list. Looks like it was a lot of fun to play, flying around, blowing up stuff. So congrats, Jeremy, getting to third place. And there is a little bit of a write up on that innovative or competitive innovations article simply because it was a good Dark Angels list, because one of the people at Goonhammer likes Dark Angels. So they did a little thing about it, posted the list there, so you can go take a look at it uh, on the Competitive Innovations. This was the June 1st, Part 2, Lightning Round article. Yeah, because there were a huge amount of tournaments over Memorial Day weekend, apparently, all over the world. And they were getting a little overwhelmed. Okay, so check this out. So it's under the Detachment Abilities rule. Okay. So the a Dark Angels attachment is one that includes models of the Dark Angels keyword, uh, excluding angels appearing unaligned, and you know, so th- so that so the dark angel detachment is necessary in order for Raven to get Jink and Deathwing and Inner Circle to get Inner Circle. Um, the rule that gives you obsec just says first company Deathwing Terminators, Terminator squads, Terminator assault, and Relic Terminators in this detachment gain obsec. It does not require them to be a dark angel detachment. Okay, Same thing well, for the second company rule. So yeah, so successor chapters I think would benefit from that. That's good. That's Just a good deal. Anyway, maybe yep. some, maybe we need to try it and see if we can get it in an FAQ because people, <laughs> maybe we'll get an FAQ call on it. Who knows? But it's definitely worth having a try. All right. So okay. going on to our featured segment. So this was a this is a rumor. This is kind of us delving into the realm of mysticism and rumors. 
but I saw this. It was a it was like a screenshot from an Art of War group, and I've heard it in other places too. This idea that we're going to lose our CP, like our C- they're going to reduce the number of starting command points people have going forward, going to the new season, the season after Knockmoon. And so they talked about like it on Warcom, I think, right? Okay. Yeah, they, they, they there was a there was a Warcom article that just straight up said it. I think. Right. Maybe. And this is this is an interesting way for Games Workshop, in my opinion, to change the meta and deal with problem units without having to increase point costs or reducing the number of data sheets you can run in the list. Like where they went after orcs and said you can't run so mm-hmm. many buggies anymore. We're going to reduce the number of data sheets of buggies you can run and then put them in units and blah, 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 blah. And then then raise all their points. Uh, this is a, yeah. an interesting way to deal with, with things that are the problem because sometimes it's not the unit, it's the synergy is the problem. And they need to go after the synergies. And so this is them, I'm, I'm assuming, trying to fix some of the synergies by reducing command points in half. So we're going we're gonna to go from 12 command points to six. But what they're going to do to kind of help is they're going to give each player a command point at the start of each player turn. So I get one at the start of my turn, and then I get one at the start of my opponent's turn. So I sort of get like a defensive command point in my opponent's turn, and they get Correct. one as, in, in my turn. So you hmm. technically, so you can bank, you, so you could bank two per battle round if you really wanted to. Uh, and then uh, the other thing that's going to be a big change for everybody is the warlord traits and relics are no longer free you have to pay for each one of them out out from the gate so uh Hmm. you're going to be at six then if you take a warlord trait and a relic you're now down to four before you buy detect not it doesn't say anything about not getting the refunds refunds from your detachments so if you have your warlord and your you know you pay for your detachment you get a battalion let's say for three command points you get your warlord in there it refunds your points and then you spend two to get the a warlord trait and a relic now you're down to four so and m- m- maybe i don't know um i f- okay so not a lot of so i i know for a fact that they did say that the starting CPU were going to go down for the next season of whatever the you know the next book is, and that the probably the per turn is going to or the per battle round is going to go up. The progressive CPU generation is going to go up. Uh, this is the first time I've heard about the maybe having to buy your initial warlord traits and relics. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, obviously that would be bad. Like, yeah. why not just say you start with five? Like, because you can't not have a warlord. There's too many too many rules to interact with the fact that there's a warlord. Um, So I don't, mm, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how credible I think that is, Uh, but I, okay. So for, for the terms of um, this discussion, I think it was saying, okay, well, how does this impact? Like, okay. So you start with, you start with half the CP. So, yeah, the look at let's look at these two lists that we just had, and how many CP did they start with? Sorry, so this Deathwing list, you know, one detachment of which all the CP for the detachment buy was refunded, right? And he yeah. started with six command points because he bought you know two heroes of the chapter and Paragon, right? Uh, and the Nightmaster had a master crafted weapon, right? And okay. then there's uh, two relics, right? So he spent you know two CP for relics, one CP for Mark for command, uh. And then two CP for Heroes of the Chapter and another CP for Paragon. So even in this list, he's starting with six CP. So you would start this game with zero command points. Yep. So you're going to need to be a little... You're going to need to have... I think the right way to approach this is you need to establish a budget. Like, what is your plan yep. for how you spend command points in the first turn or two, two or one or two turns? And also... You need to be really careful with straight up saying, okay, what relics do I need to absolutely need to make this army work? What synergies do I need to make this work? Right, and that's where I think where you're going to see the the power in having warlord traits and relics 
in the sense that a stratagem is a one-time one use. It happens and it goes away. So is it really that bad, like in a list like this, where he would start with zero CP? Well, if all of his CP is invested in abilities that are going to persist throughout the whole game, like as long as the model's right, yeah. alive, it, you're going to have this bonus. You're really getting a lot out of that one CP, whereas if I just use that one CP on Deathwing's Terminator, or the, the Deathwing Assault, where I get the plus one to wound, okay, well, I got that one turn of plus one to wound with Storm Bolter, or Combi Bolters, and now it's gone. And it's like, well, man, I really wish I could have gotten a lot more out of that one CP if I had spent it on Reliquary the Repentant or the Decisive Tactician or something like that. And yeah, and yeah. I think you're on the right path, yeah. Heath, where we are going to, as players, we're not going to have all of our toys anymore. And that's that's really where I feel like this is getting at, is that we are not going to have all of our toys. We're not going to have our cake and eat it too. We really got to decide what we want in a list, uh, what and and we got to stick to it and we got to get really into the 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 power of the models of the data sheets themselves so like having a librarian i think you're going to see more librarians because here's a guy that's bringing a cp-less buff into your mm -hmm. into the game he can cast spells you have chaplains if you weren't running a chaplain before you better start running one now because now you have the ability to access buffs to your models that are not that don't require uh, cp re required yeah. right yeah uh, and then, you know, maybe looking at successor chapters where you have some of those traits that let you have free rerolls cause, or you, running, um, I mean, I've, I've run Azrael. Yeah, Azrael, uh, Azrael becomes but, much more efficient here because he gets you well, two yep. CP for free. <laughs> well, I guess one, uh, yeah, like once I, you buy him as a warlord trait, which would cost one per this rule or this rumor, you know, he effectively nets you one, uh, but still, hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. What one other concern I have here is I think that like the way when they cost stratagems, like when they decide yeah. how much how many CP these things are going to cost, I mean the relative worth or or I guess value of that cost determination is based obviously on how many CP you have to start with. So if they're you know write yeah. all these books, assuming you start with twelve, right? And so hey, this is a That's two true. CP stratagem. A two CP stratagem when you start with twelve CP is you know much different than a two CP strategy than when you, when you start with five, right? So, yeah, so big difference. there may need to be, you know, there's a, there's another balance issue here that may have been, that may be upset by this. Um, and I don't know if that's a thing they plan on addressing. Once again, we don't even know if this, this is real at all. Uh, but yeah. Um, well, so yeah, so I think they're chaplains and then definitely the librarians and you're going to have to find a lot of ways to not rely on the, on the, um, on, honestly, so, okay, what are the things, let's just wait, with the list that you've got, okay, let's, you, you wrote your list down here that you're running right now as your kind of yep. default, we'll just run through that for me real quick, and we'll talk about how right. we plan on using CP in that list. Right, so this is the list that I ran in my last tournament that I'm going to be running next weekend at an event, uh, Chris's, okay. uh, and it has a Vanguard and an Outrider. So I have, okay. I'm paying for an extra detachment, which with this new system would eat half my command points right out the go straight so away. That, so gone. So that's where if this happens, I don't, I, I, we're, I don't think we're going to see a lot of the do, the Vanguard outrider yeah. lists anymore. I don't think they're just going to. I just don't think that's going to be a thing. Uh, but I have the interrogator chaplain, the slaplin with Paragon, uh, Master of Sanctity, the jump pack. Uh, I've got the Deathwing champion character that Charlie Andre likes, where he's a hero and he's got a hero of the chapter and he's got a, uh, the mastercrafted weapon. Got the selfless chief apothecary with the reliquary of the penitent. Uh, then I've got five relic terminators, combi bolter, lightning claw, assault terminators with teleport homer, all thunder hammer, storm shield, another squad uh, where there's three assault there's three thunder hammers and storm shields and there's two lightning claw dual lightning claw guys. And that's the okay. Vanguard. And then the outrider is Sammy, a talent master with arbiter's gaze two attack bike squads, all multi meltas, a bike squad, and then a squad of three land speeder tornadoes with multi meltas and assault cannons. And that's and the way it sits. Now I start the game with four CP and I'm two K on the nose. Uh, if I, changed it i was running the math through in the notes i go to i start at negative two cp so obviously this list right. is not going to survive this change 
And the the thing that I was running this list that was very helpful was being able to tactically reserve all my bikes. So if I starting at negative two, I don't even have the CP that I did that I was using to hide this. So I really got to cut stuff out of this list if I want to have sort of the tactical yeah. flexibility that I was using before. Because being able to take my bikes and just hide them in reserves from all the alpha strikes that people have mm-hmm. nowadays. Uh, is very useful because any game where I didn't do that is just the first thing that happens. Something comes flying across the board, jumps over my initial lines, hits the bikes, they're all dead. And then, you know, the stuff that I was supposed to kill with the bikes just comes over and eats me because I don't have any way to stop them. Like the thing that was supposed to kill them is already dead. So I definitely want to be able to put those bikes in reserve. So I was just kind of playing around on my phone with Battlescribe before the show and what I was looking at was definitely trying to go back to a tri-wing list, get some in- infiltrators, get some incursors, because I like the ability to... <laughs> I'm not going to have the CP, but if I had them and I really needed it to guerrilla tactics them, I think that's yeah. a, just a very powerful, underrated ability in the in the regular Space Marine book. Uh, I kept... I dropped the bike squad because I was, because I was going to one detachment, a battalion. Some of the units where I was kind of like, oh yeah, if I have a bike squad, help me fill out my points, that's a fast obsec. Well, if, I'm not in the Outrider. I don't have second company, so and I don't need the bike squad. Anymore. I just yeah. need pure gasoline. I need Meltas, and that's what's in that attack bike slot. Uh, the one thing I added as sort of uh, that I thought would be interesting play is I, I, I made the the chaplain, or the, not the chaplain, he's, he's bare bones, uh, and the, I think I threw Sammy in there. Just because Sammy has the the chapter master reroll to go on the bikes, mm-hmm. um, and he's just fun. He's just I just, I just love playing with him, and it's such. I have the old pewter one. I don't have the fine cast yeah. one, so he's just this big lump oh, of lead that I love. <laughs> yeah, I love him. Uh, but I made the apothecary, the regular apothecary, but I made him the warlord. So if I had to spend that CP to make him a warlord, I'd put the warlord trait on him. And then the other thing I added that I thought might be the thing is because I need. I don't have obsec naturally on bikes and terminators. I need to go get rights of war. And I thought the best way to try and spread out my buffs so that there isn't just like this one super guy. Cause I always find the problem with some of these lists uh, is like, if I have my reliquary, the repentant on my apothecary, well, I need reliquary over here, but I need my yeah. apothecary over there doing healing things. Well, you can't do, you can't do. So if you're going to use Paragon of the chapter, then the second warlord trait that you use with Paragon has to be a Dark Angels warlord trait. Yep. It can't, so you can't have two Space Marine. You can't have Selfless Healer right. and Rights of War, right? Um, Correct. So, so I went and got an Ancient. That's what I my, my plan was a Ravenwing Ancient and making yeah, with, him uh, Marshall, a hero of the chapter with Rights of War because with, okay, because then yeah, yeah, characters get the bonus because with Steadfast Example, just core mm-hmm. units are affected, not. Um, not characters and i and since i have some characters like it's nice to have them with with rights of war too so having a super fast bike guy that can fly around the way my apothecary does and heal but grant obsec and bounce from one end of the board to the other i thought would be a lot more powerful ability than you know say putting it on my chaplain who i'll probably end up deep striking anyway bringing him in you know trying to spike it you know use if i have have a cp to spike him so that i can get the charges off with the plus two to charge uh, I hadn't quite finished the list, so I had about 80 points to go. And, you know, there's always some tinkering, but my idea was that the, I am definitely going to cut out some of the the fat, like the, the, oh, yeah, this chaplain's fun to have where he has all these extra relics and he can go around and bap things. Well, do I really need my chaplain to go around and bap things, or do I need him to no. buff my Terminators who are going to do bapping plenty on their own? And I think that's sort of where we need to be looking at things that characters are there to buff and lead. They're not there to be the classic hero hammer character. Although you can still build them. I just don't think that's going to be an effective use of our command points going forward. It's all about a force multiplier. I think that, um, yeah, so definitely looking for things that get you more value for your bucks. So yeah. uh, So like, for example, the Deathwing Champion. One of the things that the Champion does is with a uh, Martial Exemplar, which is their warlord trait. That's an aura of reroll charges. Yep. 
And so that R of reroll charges, if you put it in the correct place, gets you multiple values. So you don't have to rely on CPs to reroll charges. Uh, and correct. you know, like you're saying, um, the master of sanctity, your one CP lets you make all your makes all your uh, your you know rap battles more reliable, right? Um, yeah. Seeing as you can't reroll those anyway, but and yeah, so. Well, the Dark Angels have a lot of expensive stuff that yeah. I think we're just going to see fall by the wayside here. Like, um, it was nice. Like, I always had a little tech bit. I always put the Ravenwing Grenade Launcher on the Apothecary, right? Or the Champion. Yeah. So that if I needed to, I could do the 2CP to prevent a unit from falling back. I am never going to use that strategy anymore because it's just not yeah. worth it, right? It's not... Um, and, like... You know, you're going to have to say, okay, I've got two CP set aside on this turn for Weapons of the Dark Age, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. Another thing you're probably never going to see is the hunt. It's just not worth it. Yeah. I'm going to blow all my CP on turn one to develop my position. Why am I developing my position? Am I trying to get an early charge, you know, get a, you know, develop an angle to shoot, you know, Weapons of the Dark Age? Like, just not worth it. Uh, you'll probably also see, once again, like, um, this all, this might make me, want to go to uh I mean, we, we do have access to a lot of two damage plasma stuff uh, like yeah. but that just makes it so you don't have to weapons you know, over, you know weapons of the dark age quite as often um yeah those those two cp stratagems that were kind of like the the mainstay of like dark angel stuff are going to be much harder to come by in this environment um that being yeah. said uh maybe that's not a bad thing once like I think that in a lot of cases, the hunt is not the correct play to make. Because right. it's just, you know, it, like you're going to move one unit out to do what? You know, uh, so I think that, you know, what you said about reserving your bikes is probably a really good play in a lot of cases. And because yep. that'll let them come in when they need to and prevent them from getting alpha struck. Right. So, yeah, that's, um, it's it's going to be. I, I would encourage you know whoever's listening to this, really think you have to like the old concept from Magic the Gathering was the mana curve. Like okay, on turn one I'm yeah. going to have one mana to spend. Turn two I'm going to have two. Turn three I'm going to have three. And you need to have cards in your deck that build on that curve. Here you need to plan and budget what your CP expenditure is on turn one and on turn two, and say okay I need I'm going to spend this for this plan, and then I'm going to have one CP in reserve in case this happens. Right, one CP set aside right. for a reroll or for um like a uh, line unbreakable. So right, yeah, especially now with the turnits everywhere. Yeah, the um well so old eighth edition uh Eldar you know Eldar air raid list. You know, which was just like oh, yeah. two, two um, like air wings, you know, six freaking flyers uh, would yeah. start the game with five command points, right? Or three command points even sometimes. And the guy I knew that played this, like, yeah, I was like, I don't need them. I, I, I have, I, I set one aside, you know, one point aside for your reroll. And then I, you know, will uh, like lightning fast reactions once. And that's all I've got. And I generally yeah. find that's enough. So planning your CP usage uh, and and being you know much more honest with yourself about what you really actually need your characters to have on them is probably the right way to go here. Uh, it's going to Azrael, gives you a plus two CP. Uh, Ezekiel, plus one to cast without costing a CP. So that's... And he comes basically with a free Honor Viamont, and then you have a free yeah. base, big buff, Invuln Bubble buff off of Azrael. So some oh. of those special characters where you have, they have relics on them yeah that's a big play now get a lot of value out of them for sure for Speaking sure of value we ready to move mm. to the monthly challenge sure let's do it so the the monthly challenge was we had to paint up to 500 points we had the opportunity to go up to 500 points and for every 100 points we did we were going to add five dollars to the pot this is to help make up for the fact that we both kind of had a hard time getting stuff built think it was in march and i can't remember what was going on in march oh i was changing jobs that's what happened to me yeah uh, so my, my my life got kind of crazy so i had a hard time getting stuff built uh so this is sort of a way to kind of get us back on track and then sort of halfway through the period i was talking to heath sort of in the uh you know over the messengers over the over the interwebs and all, and whatnot 
the idea that I had a lot of stuff built that I'd already started to paint that I needed to finish. And if it was okay to say that if we did finish something uh, that we'd already kind of started in the past as like a backlog, it counted as half points. Mm -hmm. It's just a way to like help cut through some of the backlog that I had. And he uh, was a gentleman and a scholar and agreed to such. And so here we are. I have, see, I think I put my list. I have Ezekiel. So I finally got my Ezekiel done up. Oh, I need to see if nice. I can find a back banner somewhere. But I got uh, Army Painter Tufts and some my flock and got mm -hmm. his, got all his little bits done. Uh, I got my converted Judiciar from my Indominus box. So yeah, think about I built him when I had Indominus box. So oh, that like, looks he's good. Been sitting around waited a while. I like he the I like the sword. That's uh, a good. That's a good the... use for. Yeah, uh, that's from the. Um... The primary, the Dark Angel's intercessor sprue, I think. Yeah, that's, that's the sword I. About. That's the sword I use for my ancient. Sorry, my Ravenwing champion. He's got the sword yeah. like propped up in the thing. So, oh, yeah. that's so cool. Oh, I should have yeah. done that. Hold on. Also, I grab. I grab. All right, I will continue with with things. I had two devastators with multi meltas that I built because you know this is why you keep firstborn bodies laying around because when the addition changed and meltas became gods of the battlefield i was like oh mm -hmm. good thing i have some firstborns i can put multi-meltas on and then finally this has been a small side project for a while and i'm glad i finally got him done but in an ebay auction i ended up with a second cipher and i didn't need it a second cipher okay uh, so this cipher became my phobos librarian for oh, when i need a librarian that can cool. forward deploy oh dude so, i have another cipher that's a really good idea. I like so, it. And he's got his army painter tough. So yeah, so if you have a second cipher for some reason, you picked up an extra collection from Ow. a buddy or whatever, what have you, uh, he's got a cloak. You can mm. paint in blue. Instant librarian. So that's nice. what I ended can up you, with. Can you send me a picture of that? Because the, the preview on this thing we use is not super high quality. But yeah, I want to see yeah. you have a picture of that. So we'll so here's my, Ravenwing, here's my Ravenwing champion with how I did the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, just being a He's just cool. being an absolute gangster. Yeah, I sent you some pictures, uh, which hopefully we can put up and put up in post. But I got uh, so and and I went ham. I did a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, I thought I heard you say six hundred points, uh, not five hundred. So I built and painted three of the Primaris Invader ATVs. So, three Primaris Invader ATVs. Yep. Yep. Um, and I used uh, so I, I really I really dialed in my Ravenwing recipe because literally everything I did is is Ravenwing. Um, so three of those ATVs, and then I did a, the Storm Speeder Hammer Strike. Yeah. Oh, and yep, you got some bits right. on there. You got Very some little nice. bits, got little dangly fly fly thing, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, very important. And so the ATVs, three of those at 80 points each is 240. This guy is 145. And then I finished painting four uh, Black Knights that I had been on my shelf for a while and they were just primed. Uh, so half credit for those is 100. No. 40 points That's each. 80 points. Half credit for those is 80 points. Uh, and then I built and painted six more Black Knights. For, so, for a for a grand total of seven hundred and five points, um, very epic, very epic. So I, yeah. So I have, and I actually have. Let me grab one of them. I gotta, I gotta make sure I put this in the challenge correctly. Hope oh, that's last year's challenge papers. Yeah. So. Two, both the sergeants I built with swords because I'm liking the swords right now. I think you need extra AP, but like this guy, I got the sword crossed over his handlebars. Oh, nice! Yeah, I right. Like and that. these all these all have the uh, pop goes the monkey heads. So oh, the yeah, hooded yeah, pop yeah. goes the monkey heads or the hooded little raven wing heads, like this guy has. Yeah, and I got so much experience with edge highlighting, bro. I did so much edge highlighting. Uh, <laughs> it's nice. it's all um. Prime everything black, so I'm, I use Badger Steinal Res black primer, and then like a gentle, you know, kind of like cut in um, the uh, Monument dark neutral gray. Uh, yeah, so yeah. It, so that and and 
that gives you a nice like kind of baseline, like a weathered black paint. And then uh, somber gray, which is like a purpley gray as a lower highlight. And then uh, stone, like a Vallejo stone all gray as the edge highlight. And a little bit of white here and there. And then that's how I, that's how I did it. Um, just freaking Having that purple hours of it. That adds warmth. Yeah, and use it as like, and I use that to make like like larger colors of shade, and then I would put the white on top of it or the stonewall gray on top. Stonewall gray is a pretty light gray, um, but yeah. And then I, I actually I talk with Bailey a lot about how to do tires, like on Ravenwing bikes. How do you make the tires, which are black, look different than the armor, yeah. which is black? And I actually settled on something, and I think I really like it. What I did was I just so I, I painted all the inside of the rims metallic. Yeah. And then I just did a uh null oil gloss over the tire itself. Oh, so this so it's shiny when everything else is now it's not like you know, like a, a gloss varnish. It's okay. a little bit shiny. It's just enough to give it a, like a a visual texture difference. Uh but I okay. think it was effective. It really like breaks it up for me. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, because you just want people to be able to look at it and realize just about a quick glance that that mm-hmm. is not just a piece of armor that they're riding around on. It's something else. Yeah. It's a different kind of material. So, yeah. So I so like now that. I've got I've got three ATVs and I use them and they, actually they're pretty good. Um, they Excellent. they put out a they put out a lot of firepower. Each one of these little freaking dudes, uh, each one of these little stupid things, has like eighteen shots. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it's got a tw- it's got a twin assault bolt rifle, uh, and then okay. that heavy that onslaught cannon on top is like twelve shots or something, or maybe it's eight. I don't know. They've got a lot of DACA. Um, and good. I used all the mul- I used all the multi melters from them to upgrade my t- land speeder tornadoes. But, uh, but yeah, and then nice. with armor contempt, like I said, their toughness like five or six. They got eight wounds each. Armor contempt, they're pretty durable. They're fast. Yep. Uh, they have the bite keyword, so. Yeah, but you they, can't bring them back. But you cannot bring them back, and that's due to a restriction on the selfless healer uh, or on the combat revival stratagem. So, yep. But no, they have a big footprint, so you can just like, hey, here's a thing. Yep. Um, that being said, if the void dragon gets into them, he's just gonna eat them because that's what they yeah. that's what, that's what Katan shards do. Yep. Uh, but yeah, and then um, the yeah, that's really that's a report about um, yeah, I've got. So now I've got, I think, 15 or 16 painted Black Knight bikes that I can run That's if I good. want. Um, yeah, and it's it's a lot. So, and then uh, looking forward to that. And then Black Knight bikes have the inner circle keywords. They can go in, in uh, Deathwing inner circle detachments. Ooh, it, that might be a, a way to get around some of this. Yep. 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 You're gonna so start you can see them in that. Yep. Yeah. So you can put you it's can true. put uh, Black Knight bikes into Deathwing detachments to bring yourself a little extra speed and that plasma hit you, that plasma punch you may be missing. So definitely like yeah. that. Um, other. Yeah. So that's that's what my my hobby was. I did a lot of that. Um, like I said I played a couple of the game. Like I I really like the uh those freaking dark talons man like two dark talons in a list yeah is just so killy it's just so killy they they that stupid gun oh my god <laughs> it's so good i didn't um, already anyway. have two built and painted i'd say we'd build one for another month but what i no, do have no. is suggestions we got the new uh heresy box coming out i don't know if you're planning on getting it i'm gonna kind of hold off and wait a little bit i've got i've like i said i've spent some money here recently so i got to kind of be a little bit tighter with the purse strings. Mm. Uh, but I do have that contemptor still and that Derodeo still, uh, and this, and, you know, build, build something heresy for the next month, go in and get those, those dreadnoughts built. Cause I need to build dreadnoughts. It's, it's holding I, me back. I have a dreadnought built there about there, but he's not painted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, so paint I may, him. I may, I may paint him. Um, I also, I might have a couple of, uh, I might have a couple of heresy Dark Angel characters kicking around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, those. Or or Forge World. Yeah, like literally. Like I think I have uh, over here. Do you have Johnson? Or are they just like, oh, God? Tours? No. No. Um, <laughs> is a, a a Legion Cataphracty Praetor. Okay. That I, just, I could probably finish painting up. So. All right. Yeah. So let's build or paint some heresy for for the June episode then. 
All right, sounds like a plan. We can. All right, so happen. community interaction. We have uh, Kyle Daniel. He commented on the last podcast and he said so informational much appreciated thank you kyle for enjoying the episode and taking time to watch it then we had matthew yep. wasserman a little bit after that or before that saying thank you for another great episode just played a team tournament with 30 deathwing terminators and five deathwing knights they're quite tanky but they will die to tau plasma infusion yeah i could see that i think everything dies uh, to tau plasma infusion. <laughs> so i think all nothing really to be ashamed of there yep uh, I think all Deathwing is the way to go, but I'd love to. He said he wrote live, but I, I know what he's trying to say. Love to see an all Ravenwing be competitive. Well, guess what? Jeremy Atkinson delivered <laughs> for you, Matthew. Yeah. He showed yep. you that you can go out and get a top three finish with an all Ravenwing list. And with the CP reductions, I think you're going to see a lot more of these all Ravenwing, all Deathwing, or you're going to see. Mono, yeah that tri wing in a battalion that I was talking about earlier. So I think that's basically what we're going to see. So mm-hmm. that being said, thank you all for listening to this month's episode of the path to redemption, the Warhammer 40,000 dark angels podcast. Our next episode will come out sometime at the end of June, maybe early July. Uh, please subscribe, like, and comment below. If you're watching us on YouTube uh, or listen to us on your preferred podcasting service last but not least we would like to thank purple planet for the use of their music until next time i'm bailey from dankless wargaming 